Uh, hello, I'm Joe. I'm Sunny. I'm Evan. I'm Mandalay. Um, so, hello. Today we will be talking about the 1924 Shut the Door speech addressed to Congress by Senator Durant Smith. We will be discussing how it shows the process of dehumanization, the targeting of minority groups, and the application of this speech to the modern era and how this can be seen on social media. Uh, so we'll begin with our first topic, which is how this speech shows the slow process of dehumanization. Um, so I'll start. So in the speech, Durant Smith um, at several points compares um, the races of people and the countries of people to dog breeds. And in paragraph four, um, he states, thank God in America, we have perhaps the largest percentage of any country in the world of the pure unadulterated uh, Anglo-Saxon stock, certainly the greatest of any nation in the Nordic breed. Um, so here he's almost saying that the the Anglo-Saxon peoples are the the kind of the purebred dogs and everybody else is just, um, they're just kind of random whatever breeds. Um, so he's trying to say that the Anglo-Saxons are, because they're purebred, they're Supposedly, they are much better than any other nation. Also, in paragraph four, he talks about um, the book called "The Passing of a Great Race," and like literally, just the name of that suggests that he he views Americans as like these purebred dogs. <laughs> Basically, if you're comparing them to um, purebred dogs being Americans and immigrants being mutts. He compares, he makes them, he holds them to such a high standard and puts the immigrants at such a low standard, like trying to bring them down so that people don't view them as worthy of living in the country. To add on to what you said, uh, it states in the third paragraph, I believe that our particular ideas, social, moral, religious, and political, have demonstrated by virtue of the progress we have made and the character of people that we are, that we have the highest ideals of any member of the human family or any nation. We have demonstrated the fact that the human family, certainty the predominant breed in America, can govern themselves by direct government of the people. And this implies that Durant Smith believes that these are the only people that can live like humans and everyone else around them is not worthy. And then further down that page in paragraph five on the first sentence, he goes, without offense, but with regard to the salvation of our own, let us shut the door and assimilate what we have and let us breed pure American citizens and develop our own American resources. Um, so like Joe and Evan said about how he just wants, similar to Hitler, he wants to breed this pure American race, it's kind of counterintuitive because he also refers to America as a melting pot in the first paragraph, but it's like he only wants certain people to be melted into this pot. He also calls them dumb, uneducated, driven cattle, and he's dehumanizing them into animals like anyone who is not of the Anglo-Saxon um, descent. He says basically they're just animals they're not even humans and they don't deserve to be in america um he also says 
in paragraph uh, six or seven, I think. Um, we have population enough today without throwing wide our doors and jeopardizing the interests of this country by pouring into it men who willingly become the slaves of those who employ them in manipulating these forces of nature and they few reap the enormous benefits that accrue therefrom. Um, so here he's almost describing the immigrants as, you know, these horrible monsters who would take all the resources from the quote-unquote American people and be the only people to benefit from um, the resources of the land of America, which... You know, is incredibly racist, I think. I I actually really like what Mandalay said because when when you said that he he dehumans he humanizes them to the point of being animals, like it shows that he's not only dehumanizing them to the point of racism and um, subjecting them to segregation or um, hate and etc. He's actually dehumanizing them to the point where he's comparing them to actual animals. I think that's a an interesting point, Evan, because um, I don't, you know, know a lot about Hitler, but um, I'm almost certain that at some point he probably compared the Jewish people that he was committing genocide on to animals so that to the German people under his control, um, it seemed like, oh, we're not really, you know, they're not human, so it, we're not really doing anything bad. Um, so I think the comparison is interesting there between the two. So if nobody has anything else to say, then we'll move on to the uh, second topic of our discussion today which is how this speech targets groups of minorities. Um, so I'll start. So uh, on page two, um, he mentions, uh, if you met, if somebody else from another country met um, an American, and he said, I met a typical American, what would flash in your mind as a typical American, the typical representative of of that new nation? Would it be the son of an Italian immigrant, the son of German immigrant, the son of any of the breeds of the Orient, and the son of the Denzians of Africa? Um, to me, part of that speech at the end, whenever he says, oh, it's the son of an Italian or a German immigrant, he's just saying like, oh, they're people. But whenever he says the son of the breeds from the Orient and the son of the Denzians of Africa, he's almost calling like people from uh, Asia, the Orient, He's almost calling them like dogs and people from Africa as like savages. Instead of just saying sons of the immigrants of both those places, he compares them to something else when even earlier, I mean, he just said, he just called Italians and Germans immigrants, but people from Asia and Africa less than people. In the previous speech that we read about the Indian Removal Act, he also compared the Indian to savages so that seems to be a common theme that they play off of in order to manipulate the people into getting what they want they really like to use the word savage to just embed fear in people and make them seem as if they're not worthy and that's like the prominent um 
and implicit bias and dehumanization because it's constantly telling people like, oh, this race is a savage, they're not civilized, they don't have um, a well-developed society or they're uneducated. Um, and this creates this implicit bias where people start to believe after so many years of hearing this, especially from, this is this speech came from um, a, the Senate, you know, and they hear this thing and subconsciously, after so many years, people start to believe um, these false ideas. I think this is an example of the Dunning-Kruger effect. They think that they're better than everyone else when there's really nothing that separates them as humans. If only it makes them just look like animals too. They are not like acting as humans pretty much. So. I also wanted to add that in paragraph six, uh, uh, there's a quote, it says, we want men not like dumb driven cattle from those nations where the progressive thought of the times has scarcely made a beginning and where they see men as mere machines. And basically what this is um, suggesting is that America is like the only country, like the greatest country where like they came here and they built their own and like they're not machines, they work for themselves. And he's saying that people from other countries or like other places in the world are just like just driven by like their oppressors and that they can't stand up for themselves and they're good for nothing and they're not going to work um also in paragraph 10 he says we do not want to want to tangle the skin of america's progress by those who imperfectly understand the genius of our government and the opportunities that lie about us um and so he's saying that the minorities who are trying to get to America to just live a free life are going to make it so America's not free anymore, which to me seems interesting. Only the people, you know, all the people who were coming to America at this time were trying to live a better life. They're not going to make America worse than it already was. And even though he's targeting the Italians and saying, oh, we only want people from Northern Europe, we only want people of Germanic descent, um, he keeps on saying this isn't um, a question of politics, um, but it, by doing that, it, of course, it's politically involved with the countries, and he's also, they just, like, then it brings a question, what, what is it a question of? Is it race? It's a social problem? Yeah, I think it's also interesting because, you know, he mentions a lot about the whatever pure breed when in reality, you know, nobody is descended from only one people or one, you know, one group of people. You know, there's always been, um, you know, whatever international marriage. And so I think it's it's not a very good point to make whenever you're like, well, we all have to keep America this way because these people are only German and they're only descended from German. You know, if you go back far enough, Germany wasn't, you know, Germany didn't even exist. And so I think that um, it's just not a very good point to make. You know, it's a, whenever you're trying to say like, oh, the purebred peoples are the best whenever nobody is purebred by you know in any way i think and he talks about how um the united states like how shutting the door will like ma maintain 
the U.S. as like a country where he keeps on saying uh, the boy in the gutter um, can look up to this country and they can have so many opportunities. But what he doesn't mention is that the boy in the gutter could be in Italian. Um, they could be from these other countries that they're shutting the door on. So how does that make uh, the American dream right there is just crushed for those people. So it doesn't make sense for saying, oh, the boy in the gutter must be someone from Northern Europe. So uh, it sounds like this topic is kind of coming to a close of this discussion. So our third topic, well, we'll be trying to apply this speech to examples we see in the modern era, um, either in social media or the news or in, you know, the presidential debate or um, really anything that we can compare this to within the modern era. So I'll start. So an idea we had was that this idea of keeping a certain people out because they are certain people is very similar to uh, the current president, Donald Trump, trying to build a wall between the United States and Mexico. Um, you know, because his reasoning was like, oh, the the people of Mexico are going to come and they're going to, you know, they're going to bring drugs and they're just going to destroy all of the border states. And, um, you know, I think that's, it's incredibly similar to a lot of the points that um, the Senator Durant Smith made where he's trying to say, they're both trying to say like, oh, this group of people will destroy the American dream for all the Americans when you know, he even almost set himself up for failure whenever he said the American people, whenever you think of an American person, nobody really knows what they look like because it's such a melting pot of cultures and uh, races. An example that I want to mention that's like really recent and I feel like a lot of people could uh, maybe not maybe do relate to actually, because if you watch the presidential debate, you probably know, or if you watch the news, um, at the presidential debate, Donald Trump said something about the Proud Boys, and regardless of what he meant by it, they took it in a way that they actually rejoiced and held um, rallies. And the whole idea behind the Proud Boys is uh, white supremacists and they want to get rid of immigrants and they want to breed their own race and they believe that white people are supreme and that they're the best race. Also, it's um, President Trump, it's crazy how nearly a century later from when this speech was given, it's so similar. He's giving very similar reasons to um, Senator Durant Smith by saying how the um, people from Mexico will be the downfall of the United States because economically they're not going to contribute, they're not hard workers, when that's not true at all. Um... 
So I guess it sounds like this topic, which um, unfortunately was a pretty fast topic, but this debate is getting pretty long. Um, so I think we're just going to come to the close here. So today we spoke about the shut, do- shut the door speech addressed to Congress uh, and the effects that it had on the nation of America. Um, so we went over how it shows the process of dehumanization how it targeted groups of minorities, and how this could be seen in the modern era. Uh, Thank you for listening.